0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy show, the show where we talk about how you can lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. Today, we're going to be talking about how I grew my Instagram to around 60,000 followers. Now, I have done a previous episode about how I lost 15,000 followers, so if you want to hear about that story, definitely go and check out episode 25, and you can read all about it on the website too. But today we're going to be talking about how I grew to around 60,000 followers and what like the biggest um, turning point or tipping point was in that journey yeah, exciting. (laughs) This is episode 52. Uh, That means that if you want to read about all of this instead of listen to it, or you don't want to take notes because you're driving or cooking, you can just read the full recap at fastforwardamy.com forward slash 52. And I also want to say that I am sharing one big strategy today with you that I've used, but I have a bunch of other strategies for you as well about how you can grow on Instagram. So if you want some Instagram growth hacks, go and, uh, go to the link fastforwardamy.com forward slash IG growth hacks or click the link in the description of this episode and you can go ahead and download that guide. I highly recommend you go and download it. You can choose the English version, the Dutch version, go and grab it because it will save you a ton of time. Okay, let's get started. This is quite the story. Uh, I've actually told it a few times, but I want to walk you through the beginning of my Instagram story and how I did what you're not supposed to be doing. So when I started out with my Instagram growth, um, well, I wasn't actually using Instagram. So I had a personal training business. I got all of my clients offline. I trained everyone offline and I didn't really use Instagram. Um, as a private person, I don't really have anything with Instagram. I think if I weren't using it for my business, I would use it like once every six months. You might be surprised about that, but um, yeah, I just didn't really use it. I also didn't really get how to use it. I was the type of person, this is a few years ago, who wasn't really into putting photos of herself online. But when I started out with Instagram, I actually figured as I was building my business back then, I figured, okay, let me also do this Instagram thing and let me get famous or let me get my name out there. I think it was more like I wanted to get my business name out there. So back then I was doing personal training and I remember myself, it was a, I think it was a fall. So I had this kettlebell and I was dragging it outside and it was like between the leaves and everything. And I remember like taking a selfie and it's just like, hello, taking a selfie of me and the kettlebell. <laughs> and I thought, this is gonna be it. And I was—I think I put my slogan, lift your life on there. And I thought, okay, this is the beginning of an amazing journey. Turns out no one really cares about selfies or photos of you with a kettlebell. Uh, if you don't know that, it's like the, the Minnie Mouse themed weights for strength training. It's like a ball, with like a handle, and it kind of looks like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> so I did that and I started creating all of these posts. And I was like, look at me in the gym and look at me getting back on track. Turns out, no one cares. And what I was doing is I was making it all about me. Later on, I... So a few weeks later, I think I just kind of gave up. And I was like, well, I've done three posts now and no one cares. Well, no surprise, you need more than three posts to actually practice this. And... A few months later, half a year later, my friend Jessica convinced me to start using Instagram again. Um, a lot of time went over it. We tried a few things. We also tried some automations and stuff. I'll talk about that later. But along the way, I didn't do any automations anymore. My Instagram account was growing, but it wasn't really growing with the right audience or anything. And what happened is I had a few thousand followers and I started changing everything. I started focusing on value more. I started focusing on mentorship more. And I'd like to talk to you about how I did that. So I started out really focusing on ego, ego, and on being the own hero in my story. And I didn't realize that it was all about value and me being the mentor, but not the hero if I wanted people to really like my content. So what I did is, um, I stopped sucking. (laughs) I stopped doing Instagram for the sake of doing Instagram. And I started actually focusing on my own audience. This is a few years ago. And back then I got shadow banned. Uh, now a lot of people say it wasn't real shadow banning. It was real. If you don't know what it is, it was basically, well, they've, they've explained it that maybe you used a hashtag you weren't allowed to use or Instagram was kind of like keeping you from getting out there to a new audience. If it was like, maybe it wasn't real, maybe it was real, but I do know that my posts didn't show up anymore for people who weren't following me and I tried to make it work again there was a lot there were a lot of people online who were like hey my posts aren't getting shown to a new audience and I was focused on growth so that was difficult but at a certain point I was like you know what this is just the way it is and I'm gonna have to live with it so what I did is I thought you know screw it I am going to focus on my own audience and I'm going to create such amazing content that everyone who follows me loves the content. I didn't say that everyone who follows me loves me. I said that everyone who follows me loves my content. And I really put that value first. So I started creating content that was super ugly. I started creating lists and infographics and this was very up and coming. Right now you might be like, Was that a thing back then? Was that new? Because you might see everyone doing it right now. And infographics are the type of posts where you have like a title and maybe a few like little puppets and texts or like six steps that you need to do to boost your metabolism. I don't know. Back in the day, I only knew of a few people doing it in the industry. And I was one of the first people to do that. And that's how I got very well connected with a lot of people in the American fitness industry. And my posts were super ugly. You can still see them on my Instagram, by the way. So if you go to fast forward Amy on Instagram, you can still see it. If you scroll all the way down, uh, you'll see a bunch of content of mine that was just so many colors, so many trials, but also that is the content that gave me so many followers. A lot of people, say, um, a lot of Instagram courses say, share viral content to get new followers. And back then, that wasn't yet a thing. Sharing other people's content in the beginning was like, well, you don't want to share other people's content because then people won't take you seriously anymore. And I thought that first in the beginning. I thought that too in the beginning until I realized that If I could be sharing other people's valuable content, that was even better because then people would find all sorts of value on my profile. So my focus was on giving people educational, snack-sized bite-sized content. And how I did that was were square posts and I created them in Photoshop back then because Canva wasn't a thing yet. It sounds like I'm talking about the middle ages. (laughs) It's not, it's just a few years ago. Also, I don't know how to use Photoshop. So the way I did it, I don't think, I don't think you're supposed to use Photoshop for stuff like that. I think it's supposed to be InDesign or something. I don't think any graphic designer would agree with how I did it. I wasted so much time on it. I kid you not, I think every graphic in itself took me like at least an hour to create and I posted for a day and I was studying full time. But the good thing is at a certain point I had torn a ligament, is that how you say it? torn a ligament, and I couldn't move. And I had just also stopped my in-person fitness business. So I was on the couch, I had my thesis to write, and I spent almost all of my time on creating infographics. (laughs) And this is how I grew massively. Not just because my engagement was very strong. So my engagement was strong because, well, they define engagement as being four things. Your likes, your comments, your shares and your saves. So that's like the top things that you see on an Instagram post and the metric that people don't see the numbers for is the saves. And often my posts were being saved more than they were being liked. And then another thing happens on top of people saving it because it was such valuable information, people started sharing it. So what I was going to say earlier, because this is kind of like a full story in a couple of minutes, it's quite difficult is, a lot of people tell you to share viral content, but I was a person being shared. So my content was being shared by hundreds of other accounts. Because they were like, this is such great content. And there wasn't a ton of that content back then. So I grew exponentially. I remember one day when I was in Paris with my parents. Funny story, but we uh, the day before my parents and I were out for drinks. I was single back then. And my dad was like, how about we go to Paris for lunch tomorrow? And as we are from Antwerp, it's actually not that long of a drive. So while we were a little bit drunk when we decided that, we went to sleep. And then the next morning we drove to Paris and we had lunch there. And then we went to the Eiffel Tower. Uh, And I remember I saw this notification that someone had shared one of my posts. Someone with hundreds of thousands of followers. That day alone, I got over a thousand new followers. And um, yeah... It, it sounds like that's something you couldn't do right now anymore. What you do have to know is that was in fitness. So the target audience was huge. And right now I'm doing the same with my business content. It also gets shared a lot, gets saved a lot. People comment a lot on it. But it's especially the saves and the shares. Um, that really tells me that people are really into it. Either they really identify with it or they really want to use it. So I think those are the two types of posts that do best for me. I just shared this post about the life of an entrepreneur, and I got over, I think, like a thousand likes, but like hundreds of saves, hundreds of shares with people who want to tell the rest of the world, like, hey, this is me, this is how I'm feeling. So that's one thing that you can do is post that really identify, or posts that people identify with, and the other thing is um posts that people want to save, because they're like, I can use this. And that's the really educational content. Whereas the other one might be more inspirational content. That's how I grew to this amount of followers. I've grown until 70k. I've dropped until almost 50k. That's what you can uh, listen to in episode 25. And then now I'm back at around 60k. And the number one way I did that, the growth itself, is because of the educational content. I'm sure of that. Because it's so educational and inspiring that people really, really value it. But a lot of people are just sharing only inspirational content. thing is, people only, or in my opinion, they only allow you to be inspirational to them once you've already shown them that they can really trust you. And that's what you do with the educational content. This can be lists, posts, um, infographics, like I've already said, mind maps. This can be videos that are like mini trainings, carousel posts where like 10 steps to hit 10k a month. I don't know, that would actually be a really great post. I should write that down. 10 steps to 10k. (laughs) This is how my creative process works. (laughs) Um, yeah. So what happened is people started saving it, sharing it and telling their friends. And this has been happening over the years. There was a long time where I was dropping in followers. That was because a lot of people were unfollowing me because I switched from fitness to business. And that's what I talk about in that other other podcast episode. But the overall growth has been because of the one uh, thing, which is the educational content. And people don't need to love me. A lot of people probably don't even like me but they have immense fear of missing out about my content. And that's what will, um I think, always have precedence. No, pre- that will always prevail. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> anyway, so if I would recap this, I don't know if I, yeah, I could talk more about it, but I think I'm just gonna leave it at this. What do you think? Was this good enough? Yeah? Okay. So the takeaways create valuable content that is not about you, but it's about your audience. Something that they either identify with or something that they can do something with. How I grew is I create, I did not only share viral content, but I created it myself. And I use a lot of visual cues in it. So I used colors that would draw people's eyes. I designed them in a way that people were like drawn to them, wanted to share them, but that's a different story. I placed value first and I placed education over my ego. And I never let it stop me when I was like, isn't this too valuable? Shouldn't I not give this away for free? Sure, in the beginning I thought so, but then I figured it's the fact that I share really valuable stuff that will make people trust me so that they can buy from me later and that they will actually want to follow me. If you try to hold everything back, people don't really need to follow you or consume your content. You want to create content that they feel like they really can't miss. This is my tip for you today is to stop worrying about what if my free content is too valuable. In 99% of the cases that is never going to be a problem for you. What I can say as a tip is that a course will be something that you create that is like step-by-step implementing the what and the how and everything. And when you create, um, free content that is valuable, you could look at it that you're sharing different pieces, but you're not sharing the chronological order of things or the exact implementation for people. So for example, you're sharing the what, but not the how of a process. Um, so like right now I'm, I'm saying you can create viral content, but I'm not exactly telling you how to do it. And this is my free content for you. But you probably did pick up some stuff here that you're like, wow, this Amy girl, she's really smart. And I want to buy something from her in the future. <laughs> so recap. Value and mentorship. You're not the hero. Your audience is. We're just providing value for them in terms of education and inspiration is what I did. Uh, okay. If you want to read about all of this because you you think this was interesting and you want the recap, go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash 52. And remember that I have created this guide with a bunch of growth hacks for you. And you can grab that through fastforwardimicom forward slash IG growth hacks. Click the link in the description if you want to just download it straight away. And yeah, I look forward to talking to you next week. But before I say that, I want to say one more thing. If you like this episode, please share it. I know it's very... You think it might not matter because you might have a couple of hundred followers and you're like, I don't make an impact. People don't care. I really, really, really care. And other people care too. There might be others out there like you who would like to learn more about self-development, business, marketing, mindset. And if you share this episode and tag me in your stories, for example, as at Fast Forward Amy, more people will discover the podcast and the show. And we can make and impact and reach millions of people all over the world. And that's what I really want to do. If you think that you want to learn more from me in the future and maybe join a business program of mine, very soon in December, we're opening the pre-order for our Business Freedom Elevator. You can get in first at a 500 euro discount if you register for the pre-order waitlist. So go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator to register there to fit, find out the price, everything that's happening, the exact time you can register. And then hopefully I'll see you on the inside of my program. Okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for sharing <laughs> and talk to you next week. Have a happy day.